As you stare at the single blue line on the stick someone just peed on, you pray. Some pray for it to stay the single blue line. And some pray for a second line to slowly fade into existence. If you're listening to this podcast, you have probably seen the two blue lines. This is the Two Blue Lines Podcast, a pregnancy podcast for men. This show should never be confused for medical advice. Always talk to a doctor for that. We exist to bring you solid dad information as you navigate pregnancy. But enough introduction. Let's get into it. All right, and we're back with episode number three. I am very excited to have you listening today because we are going to cover weeks 11 through 15 for baby, for mom, and for you. Most importantly, we're going to be talking about some meaningful morning sickness tips. So, during weeks 11 through 15, your baby is going to go through a lot of different changes. I know that seems to be par for the course, but it's true every single time. Your baby is going to develop their fingers, their toes, their digestive system, and their brain. They're going to start growing little peach fuzz kind of hair. And by the end of this phase of the pregnancy, your baby will be able to hear noises outside of the womb. They're going to be able to practice sucking their thumb. And they're going to be able to practice standing up straight inside a mom. Isn't that weird? But don't worry, because for now, standing up straight only takes about four inches of space inside mom. Four inches. That's it. That's tiny, but that's crazy big compared to the little ball of cells that it started out at. Now, from weeks 11 to 15, baby is going to grow from the size of a golf ball or maybe a strawberry into a giant thing kind of the size of a baseball. That's a huge amount of growth. And by the way, at 14 weeks, y'all cross the line from the first trimester into the second trimester. So again, pregnancy is measured in trimesters. That's three groups of three. So it's the first 13 weeks, the second 13 weeks, and then the third 13 weeks is typically how that's measured. So for mom, mom is going to be going through her own changes during this phase. At week 11, she's likely going to still be in the thick of morning sickness and fatigue Whereas for a lot of ladies, by the end of week 15, they feel like they've caught a break. They're into the second trimester, their energy's back, the morning sickness is eased up, and the baby, the baby bump is starting to grow to kind of an exciting size. You can sort of kind of tell that she's, she's pregnant. So during this phase, I've got three important notes for you as dad. The first one is that eating for two does not necessarily mean that mom should eat everything in the house. She might have some friends or family telling her that she's eating for two, which means she can eat whatever she wants. But the reality is, is that for her to eat a healthy, balanced diet and to maintain her fitness and her health, all of that stuff is going to be very important when she comes to to delivering baby here in just a, a couple of more months. So bring up what she should or should not be eating with her doctor. Uh, Maybe I should have said this a couple of episodes ago, but bring it up with her doctor and make sure that she's uh, taking her prenatal vitamins, that she's eating a healthy, balanced diet. And often she's only going to need a couple of of hundred extra calories to help baby grow. 
Now, that's probably the amount of calories you get in a small cup of hummus with some pretzels or maybe an extra sandwich with an apple. It's not a lot of extra food, but it is important that she is conscious of what she's eating. All right, so the second thing for this phase that I, I find is very important for us dads to be aware of is that even though mom might feel better at the end of week 15, those hormones are still raging inside of her, helping her grow baby, helping baby grow big and strong. And often this is about the time of the pregnancy that this thing called pregnancy brain sets in, causing her to have a hard time focusing, forgetting what she normally would have remembered, and you know maybe losing her car keys and the gallon of ice cream in the freezer. It sounds made up, and maybe to some ears it could sound like anti-female, but every pregnancy site, every pregnancy book I've ever read has, has mentioned a little warning to mom saying, hey, pregnancy brain is a thing. Okay, so this isn't a bad thing. It, it's just something to be aware of because she might need a little bit of extra patience and support finding those lost keys or remembering that date uh, just because of the reality of pregnancy. Uh, there, there's a lot of stuff going on in her body and uh, sometimes she might forget those little things. It's okay. All right, so for this last tip, again, I'm not a doctor. Make sure that you bring this topic up with your doctor, with her doctor uh, that's seeing her for her pregnancy because he's going to have more opinions than uh, I will about this topic. But sex is often a topic that we guys are asking questions about during pregnancy. If first trimester hit her particularly hard, she probably was not not up for much in the intimacy department. However, outside of very particular circumstances, very particular cases, most couples will get a thumbs up from their doctor to continue having sex during pregnancy. For most of us guys, that is very welcome news. But while we're talking about sex, let me throw out a little nugget of wisdom, a little warning out there for you. Pregnancy can be a very dry spell for couples in the hanky-panky department, which can be really difficult on the relationship and for the people in them. The warning is, do not betray your partner's trust because you haven't gotten any in what you feel is too long. Many guys, when they go a couple weeks without sex, they're feeling some desire, they, they'll turn to porn, they'll turn to ex-girlfriends, they'll start hitting people up on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, and they'll, they'll go to a variety of different unhealthy spots outside of their relationship to have their sexual desires met. By doing this, they hurt the mother of their children and they jeopardize their relationship. If you're having a hard time controlling yourself, if you're turning to any of these unhealthy spots, hit me up, send me a message, reach out. I'd be happy to hook you up with some resources to help you process and navigate the situation. And you won't even have to sacrifice your dignity to do so. Now, I don't charge for any of that if that's something you're wondering about. Uh, there's no charge, there's no fees, there's no gimmicks. It's something we don't have time to get into here, so I'm not listing a whole bunch of resources. But it's important that we realize that sex is a major topic for us guys and for her, uh, for you guys to be able to have a healthy dialogue about that, uh, because there will be times that things are uh, 
not as accessible as maybe they once were. Maybe she's not going to feel in the mood or maybe not going to feel sexy because her, her baby bump's getting bigger. Uh, those are important things to think about, important things to navigate well in a healthy way. And uh, oftentimes just knowing that in advance can, can help. Hey there, sorry to interrupt your episode, but no one ever listens to the end of podcasts and we just have to say a couple of programming things. We want to say a quick thank you to the U Medical and Fatherhood Academy team for making this podcast possible. We don't have any sponsors for this show. It is a U Medical and Fatherhood Academy production. Find both organizations on social media at U Medical and at Fatherhood Academy. If you need to find Brandon personally, just look him up on social media platforms at Seminary Dad. A special thank you to whattoexpect.com. They have been an awesome resource for this podcast and for parents everywhere. Lastly, Thank you to bestsound.com for putting out royalty-free music for us to use on this podcast. You guys rock. With that, I will let you get back to the episode. So having said all of that, let's get into the morning sickness. Different ladies will experience different degrees of morning sickness. Different pregnancies will also cause mom to feel different things. My wife's first pregnancy had her throwing up, you know, maybe once a day. She was a little bit nauseous. And uh, her morning sickness started in the middle of cooking a Thanksgiving Day dinner. Our second kid had her in the bathroom all day, every day, until she got some anti-nausea medicine from the doctor. She couldn't function. She was so sick. And other moms might just get a little bit queasy. How cool is that? So... What can we do as dad to help her navigate the morning sickness? I've got five tips for you here real quick. First tip, hold her hair back unless she doesn't want you to. Do things to support her. If you have other kids, keep them occupied. Let her sleep. Uh, Let her do what she needs to do to take care of herself, especially if this is hitting her hard. She's going to have a hard time navigating what was once easy for her because she's feeling sick. Uh, we get that. We've we've had the flu. We've had a cold where it's just knocked us out. Uh, this is probably, I've never experienced it, but it's probably quite a bit worse than that uh, in many cases. The second tip, help her eat a balanced diet and drink enough water. Again, get information from her doctor, but staying fed and staying hydrated can be a challenge when she's throwing up regularly or when she's feeling queasy and doesn't want to eat. Sometimes this means running to the store to buy her something like saltine crackers that she can nibble on throughout the day while she's nauseous. Third tip, look into some of the morning sickness remedies out there in the pharmacy. There's quite a few. They have ginger candies, morning sickness tea, little gummy bears that are supposed to help, and even some anti-nausea medicine. But if she's having a hard time functioning, even with these, encourage her to talk to the doctor because It's important that she gets the food she needs. It's important she gets the water she needs. It's important she gets the vitamins she needs to help her uh, grow throughout the pregnancy and to help baby develop well. Uh, The doctor will be able to hit her with the heavy medication guns, uh, the stuff that will knock that nausea right out and help her function. And they're going to talk to her about any risks associated with that. The fourth thing is... There's a guy I met who wrote a book on pregnancy. I know, it's kind of an oxymoron. A guy who wrote a book on pregnancy for couples. You can find him online at The Birth Guy. Uh, He's got lots of cool tips. Uh, 
just be careful on his Instagram because you'll see some babies being delivered. Uh, it's beautiful if that's uh, something that you want to see, but it can be a little bit shocking if if uh, that's not something you were prepared for. So uh, one of the tips that he gives in his book is for mom to snack on a cracker or a ginger candy when she first wakes up before she stands up. He thinks that morning sickness often has to do with a blood sugar drop. When she stands up, she, she hasn't eaten anything in the morning. And she she gets up and starts going about her day, and then she realizes, wow, I don't have what I. Her body realizes, wow, I don't have what I need to function. Uh, so he recommends just for her to wake up, lay in bed, eat a little something, let that process, maybe fifteen minutes. I haven't seen the science on this yet, but you know this is one of those tips that if it works, it sure couldn't hurt to try it out. The fifth and final tip for navigating morning sickness for you dad is to be patient and help mom avoid things that make her nauseous. This may mean that you have to stop cooking that aromatic bacon in the house every morning that makes your house smell delicious and wonderful to you. This might mean switching your deodorant. I, I remember when my wife was sick, she said, Oh, I can't stand your deodorant. I can't stand your soap. We got to fix that. Uh, or it could mean making sure that you get her out of the kitchen before opening the fridge or the trash can or those things, those spots in the house that are, you know, normal amount of smelly, but not really uh, something that she wants to smell because she's feeling nauseous. Seriously, all of those things are something that we dads have to consider. I've heard some some crazy stories about smells uh, that that set mom off on being sick and running to the bathroom. Uh, being patient with that, sometimes it seems ridiculous, but she's sick. And for us to help support and navigate, support her and navigate that is really important. All right. So having said all of that, there are five tips on helping you and the mother of your baby navigate morning sickness uh, from a guy who talks to guys about pregnancy. Remember, I'm not a doctor. Talk to your doctor if you have any questions. But... In the meantime, take some time to tell her how much you care about her and how excited you are to meet baby. Sometimes those little comments will mean all the world to her as she's navigating some, some of these feelings that aren't necessarily so pleasant all the time. So next episode, we're going to be talking through weeks 16 through 20. We're going to be talking about baby bumps. We're going to be talking about gender reveals. And with that, guys... I am out of here, and I will talk to you again next episode. Dads, until next time, enjoy pregnancy.